0: Welcome to the Midwest Game Nerds Podcast. I'm your host, John. Here with me today are Brian. Hey. And Alex. Hello. Today, we're going to talk some game news and a handful of what we've been playing, including The Last of Us Part 2. But before we get to all of that, if you want to follow us on social media or see other places you can listen to or watch the show, check out MidwestGameNerds.com slash links. The Midwest Podcast Network now has a Patreon. The Patreon is meant to benefit all the shows on the network. You can subscribe for as little as $1 a month and help keep our shows alive and well. Check it out at mpn.bzslash Patreon. And as always, we do appreciate your feedback, which you can send to MidwestGamers at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on Twitch as well as rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher. Thanks again to Jason K. Gojo and Sidza for their contributions to the Patreon. We really appreciate that. And uh, if you are a Twitch, uh, if you want a Twitch sub to us, you can use your Prime sub. It's free if you already have Prime. If not, that's cool. If you want to give us, like, actual money, that's cool, too. Uh, but if not, we understand. It's tough times here in the in the pandemic, post-pandemic world. Kind of kind of post-pandemic, because it's still happening, even though everybody thinks it's a hoax. Um, but, yeah, Alex, any bumpers for the network?
1: Yes, the Horror Movie Book Boys talk. Uh, con- they're continuing their summer of Scream with Scream 2 this past week. And they also put out a bonus episode talking about Joel Schumacher, who just passed away this past week. Poor Sam Yeah, director of The Lost Boys, um, Flatliners, many other Mm. movies, and some Batman movies that weren't so good. So please go give those a listen. Um, The Alienist recap will be back a little bit sooner than anticipated. They moved the premiere up one week to July 19th, and also they're going to air two episodes per week for four weeks. So I don't know how we're going to do this podcast anymore, but we're going to do it somehow. And uh, hopefully Luke Evans smokes a lot of cigarettes, so... Uh, (laughs) check that out when that hits and, uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I've been streaming The Last of Us under The Last of Alex on Twitch and it's also up on YouTube. Please go check it out if you want to see a Let's Play. I'm not particularly entertaining, but I'm playing through the game. So, um, if for some reason you would like to experience the game that way, it is there for you to experience, so...
0: Do you want to talk about The Last of Us Part 2 so far?
1: Yeah, I can do that. I'm mostly going to offer initial impressions. Um
0: I just I, you you brought it up, so I figured what the hell.
1: Yeah, it, I think so far I'm loving it. I'm about 8 hours in, um it feels honestly, I feel like it plays better than the first game even did, and I don't really I can't necessarily put my finger on why as of yet. The stealth feels a lot better. Um and just kind of the flow of the game is really good, too. Um, I don't remember much in the way of the first game of these sequences where they are literally just throwing so many enemies at you that you just need to run. I don't recall that ever happening. It's been a long time since I played through the whole game. I don't know if uh, you guys remember any of that. No, I don't remember. But there's been, been a, a couple time. sequences so far where they're just like, You just need to get the fuck out. And they've been extremely thrilling, and it reminds me of some of the more cinematic sequences of, say, an Uncharted game or something like that. And that's been really interesting as well. Um, Top-notch voice acting, as always. They've got a lot of celebrities at this point. I think uh, Shannon Woodward, who was one of the characters in season one of Westworld. Uh, Elsie Hughes is one of the main characters in the game. She does a great job. All the performances are awesome, um, and that's fantastic as well. Um, it's got your normal crafting stuff like the pre- first game did. You can make your, your weapons a little bit better. You can take pills to learn skills, which is not great. <laughs> Man, I enough. wish that was
0: yeah <laughs>
2: a real thing. Hey, I in, wish I so, could in learn. The,
0: t- in the future, that will be. You take those nano machine pills, and then all of a sudden, like, you can jump really high. I um, mean...
2: I guess if you take Adderall, you can efficiently learn. That's true. You, <laughs>
0: you can efficiently clean
1: a closet. Yeah, maybe, that the, too. maybe the Adderall is what allows uh, Ellie to listen closer and <laughs> yeah. hear the this, the walkers what, from further away. What
0: know. what a what a skill tree organizing <laughs> a closet.
2: <laughs> Midwest game nerds does not condone using Adderall unless um, you have a prescription. Yep.
0: Some of us do. I don't really care.
2: <laughs> <laughs> the
1: mid, the views of John Morrell do not reflect, reflect the views of the Midwest podcast. Anyway.
0: Yeah, you can, you can abuse prescription drugs. Everybody else does.
2: <laughs> um, um, I have a question about sure. The Last of Us Part 2. Have you experienced any game-breaking bugs? Because apparently those exist, and I was shocked because they spent so long in this game, and they're really well-known for, like polished games.
1: I have not seen any I've not experienced any game breaking stuff at this point. I've seen like bas- there's only one time that I've been playing where there was a weird animation as one of the characters was crawling up onto something and that literally was it. So I I have no no bad things to say from that regard. It does suck that there may be some game breaking bugs yeah. out there and hopefully I don't run into them in the future,
2: but uh. Yeah. A friend of mine was playing it and she it was like in an open world segment, kind of, okay. like yep. pseudo open world. If she tried to walk past the specific spot, she would just like sink into the ground and Ellie would just fall out of the world. That's it, weird. It was wild. Yeah. I, I saw a video of it and like, I guess that caused her to have to like reload way earlier in the game or find like a completely different way around that area. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. shocked. I was like, wow. Wow cuz I remember playing like the original Last of Us. I played on P- the PS4 version of it though. And um it was just like a super polished experience. I didn't
1: Yeah, I didn't have any issues with the PS3 version when I played through it and uh but the thing is is that these open world sections are something that are relatively new for Naughty Dog. Yeah. They did it in um Uncharted: The Lost Legacy and and then again here. And they're not like super open world, they just kind of give you a little bit more uh, a little less direction and a little more whatever you want to do at that time, um, so maybe they have some issues with that a little bit. But thankfully, I haven't run into that. Um, the other thing I was gonna mention, and I put a little video of this on our on our on our Twitter, so that I could talk to it a little bit. There's awesome difficulty settings in this game. Yeah, oh, yeah. I haven't tweaked any of them at all, but I think it's just a very Good thing that they've done. So they basically have sliders for something they call challenge, which kind of adjusts the overall difficulty of the game. It's kind of your normal difficulty setting. But then you can adjust player settings, which means you can make yourself either more resilient or more vulnerable. Um, there's uh, you can set enemy behavior. So like you can tell them that you want enemies to be less aggressive or more aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um and then you can also set your allies so there's uh, you kind of interact more with allies throughout the game fighting alongside you. So you can make them more aggressive or more passive so like they will start ruining everybody in front of you so you have to do not as much. You can kind of change how um, sensitive the stealth stuff is so you can make like enemies way more vigilant and like detecting you or much less like, you know, able to detect you and then there's also like resources you can make them more common or more scarce and so you can kind of fine-tune the difficulty of the game for you if you're having trouble because you're really bad shot you want to be able to find more ammo that's cool if you want to make it so that um things die more quickly you can do that if you want to make it so you'd die less quickly you can do that so i i really applaud them for allowing people to kind of adjust the way they want to play the game on a very fine grain detail i've never really seen that in a game that's really
0: cool from like a developer standpoint i'd be curious to know like how difficult it is to do that sort of thing and like is it the sort of thing where like if you increase ammo like the ability to find ammo like is it randomly placed or is it like is it do they just already have that figured out Based on like, if you set the game on easy, the easiest mode, and there's a plethora of ammo, like they're already set locations, or does it automatically like disperse them randomly? Like, yeah, like that's that's really cool though. In general, like you're saying,
1: I would assume that it's kind of playing with the gradations that they have for their like easy, medium, hard kind of setting. Because there's like five
0: or six different difficulties, aren't there?
1: Yeah, yeah, Yeah. you can go all the way. Very, it's
0: it's it's a it's a spectrum of difficulty.
1: Yeah, so this is just allowing you to kind of bear down and change things on a more granular level, because if you're like, oh, I'm really bad at the stealth of this game, but I'm pretty good with the combat, then you can kind of tweak it so that you can be a little bit better at the stealth, or things of that nature. Yeah, that's cool. That's awesome that they did that. Like I said, I haven't tweaked with any of it yet, and I'm having a pretty good time with it. I think the stealth is, I don't know if I want to call it easier, but it just feels like it... Uh, It feels a little more manageable in a lot of spaces. Um, And uh, at least, like, even when I tried to play The Last of Us, the first one, again, a couple weeks ago. The First of Us? Yeah, The First of
2: Us. (laughs) I was having
1: some trouble with with the stealth in that case, and it feels like with this game, it was just a much more natural kind of, like, here's where people are spaced out, and this is where you can break into the cycle to kind of kill this person, and then you can move on to the next one, that type of thing, so... That's really cool. Um, the story's incredible. They've done a great job, again, with with the the actors acting things and on uh, their lines and things of that nature, but there's also kind of segments where, like, I won't ruin anything here, but, like, Ellie will find a guitar, and you can sit down with the guitar and use the analog stick to pick a chord, and then you strum on the trackpad. So you yeah. basically play a song with her, and, you know, there's some there's been a pop song and there's been like other songs that i don't know as well and just like her kind of messing around and you can also just pick it up yourself and switch through different like chord wheels that you can select with the analog stick to like try and play like there's been a lot of people trying to play like red hot chili pepper yeah that's what i was gonna mention i saw
2: a bunch of videos of people playing different uh songs
1: yeah so it's uh it's it's interesting and it's it's cool the way that they kind of work it into the story and it gives you kind of this natural break of like all right, I'm going to sit down and not think about dying and how terrible the world is outside of this game. Um <laughs> and and so, you know, there's been a couple story beats that have been pretty surprising to me. I've been pretty uh sh- I w- I would say shocked, but I know that there's bigger stuff coming later supposedly. Um I know that some people were angry with where some of the story goes and I have not felt any of that as of yet. Um, but so far it's, it's very good. I think I'm maybe like a third of the way through the game or so. Um, and you know, probably maybe a little bit more or less than that. I don't know. At eight hours, I think I'm probably spending more time in places than most people do. Cause I try to scrounge literally everything, but, um, and then I also try to use none of my resources, so the scrounging is kind of useless but anyway, um, yeah, it's very good. I would encourage people to check it out um and and honestly, like with those difficulty settings, I think even if you had trouble with the first one you can you can make this game a more enjoyable version uh of of the first one for yourself just by kind of fine tuning the things that you have trouble with so check it
2: out. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say that um, if those difficulty settings existed for the first game, that John probably would have finished it by now.
0: Probably.
1: <laughs> Entirely possible. Entirely possible.
0: I still would like to go back and like tr- like try and finish that game. I just, I don't I don't know why like I just can't beat that fucking whatever boomer. they're called boomer or whatever. I
2: had was. only. I think I only had an issue with one part in that game. It was like kind of a boss fight in a burning building. That's about all I want to say about it. But it was so frustrating.
1: <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't really remember those things that well. But I think like even one of the things that was weird with me was there was an encounter where like anytime you run into what a new type of infected might be, it's always kind of unclear to me how that how that works. And I think at this point in time, it sounds to me like literally like I've had tooltips pop up that's like infected will not see your flashlight. So then I'm like, oh, cool. But then there's still a couple runners around that are basically like the zombies, like the normal zombies that can see you and will see your flashlight. And so I think the game doesn't necessarily do a fantastic job of kind of telling you up front here's how you deal with these encounters but there's a lot of like trial and error that does not necessarily work as well you know it's not as enjoyable an experience as as people might have with other cases but um i haven't really i wouldn't say i've had trouble with it but at least like it caused me to die once and then i was like okay i need to do something differently and then i kind of figured it out so like I don't know if with the boomer that might be what happen- Happening with you what is happening with you John but I also the, the, my
0: I thing is know. like this is, this is the sort of game where like you can't really Pause like I mean you can But like you When you're getting the tool tips it's always In the thickest shit so you can't fucking read The tool tips to like mm-hmm. figure out what to do If it's giving you ones and like that's the thing Is like in the middle of this boomer Battle in the school gym like I don't Even know if I'm getting any tool tips or not Because I'm so focused on like trying to not Get killed
2: boomer battle Hmm.
0: yeah so i don't know it is what it is i'll go back to it and i i I want to go back to it and finish it because i do really like the story it's just a matter of like not being frustrated with that particular part yeah
1: that's fair um they do put all of the tool tips into like a tutorial section of the menu in the second one at least i don't think they did that in the first one but i could be wrong so that's nice at least yeah Um, but
0: yeah Hashtag Team Jeff. Um,
1: yeah. Yeah. That's
0: anyways. A whole other thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole other mess. Uh, Brian, what else? What have you played? Anything special? Um,
2: the only thing that came to mind when I was thinking about it before we started recording was a lot of PUBG, actually. I'm like re addicted to that game for some stupid reason. Um, last week, it went really well but then this week we just got our asses handed to us like constantly I don't really know what the deal is it's like everybody good started playing again this week um, it, I mean there's not much to say about that game but it hasn't already been said <laughs> yeah um, they did well they did do a patch recently that changed some things up like they added C4 which is pretty cool it makes a huge mm. explosion, and it's so loud. Um, and then they also, like, change the damage model with the vehicles. And, like, like, you don't just blow up in a vehicle instantly when people are firing at it, and certain parts of the vehicle will shield you from damage better than other parts. That's cool. Um, That's good. So, that, yeah, that needed to be done. Um, other than that... I actually, I did play the Grounded demo. Like, they only let you play 30 uh, minutes of it, and it was only available for, like, a week. I think it's already over. I could be wrong, though. But um, that was kind of cool. Like This it, is the
1: um, Obsidian game that we talked about from PAX that is a Microsoft uh, Xbox Game Pass
2: yeah uh, game. Yeah, I actually played the demo through Steam, though. It's going to be released on Steam as well as the Microsoft Store. Um, Yeah, I mean, it's got a really cool style to it. Other than that, nothing really sets it apart from the other, like, survival-type games. It's, like, definitely... it, It borrows most of its mechanics, I feel, from the forest, even though I feel like not enough people have really played that game. But, um... So that's not a bad thing, though. That has, is definitely one of the better um, interfaces for building structures and stuff that I've for seen. For sure.
0: Yeah, I, I like the forest interface.
2: Um, Are there any but, cut
1: scenes with Rick Moranis
2: in them? No. <laughs> okay. And what else did I play? I played Divinity Original Sin 2. I tried to get back into that again. And I progressed past the part I was stuck at. It was so dumb. I had to look it up online. Like, I had tried everything in this area to try to get through this one door that was locked, Um, but, like, it turns out the key that I was missing was literally right on the ground, (laughs) like, in a room, and I just didn't see it, but then I also found out there's a command, like, you know how Diablo 2, you could hold, like, control or alt or something, and it would show the names of all the items on the ground? to Mm. make it easier to spot them. Um, Well, they have that in that game, and I didn't realize that was a feature, and that helped me spot the key immediately, along with, like, half a dozen other items I didn't realize I could pick up. Um, That game is just so fucking hard. (laughs) Like, it makes me mad, because I feel like I'm pretty good at, like, tactical types of games, like, turn-based ones especially, and that game just makes me feel dumb. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. I've, I've had to look up tips. I've restarted the game three times because my party sucked. And, and like, having, like, a good party structure is very important in that game. Um, but at the same time, like, I want to keep going back to it because the writing's, like, great. It's a beautiful game. Um, the ways you can, like tackle situations are super varied like there's probably like you start in this like well n- not really start there the second place you end up is like a fort and you're like kind of imprisoned in it and you have to figure out how to escape and there's probably that I know of there's at least like half a dozen ways to get out of there um, so there's just a lot of choice in that game which is super cool even to the point where I. There was a door. Most of the doors actually are destructible if you don't have a key. You can just do damage to it. That's right. Cool. It, it really. It wears your weapons down super fast, so I just use spells for it instead. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think
1: that level of choice and, like, the importance of party structure and stuff that you're talking about is what makes me afraid to try a game like that. <laughs> You know, like, especially, you know, it's the same, kind of the same issues that I have with, like, a Bloodborne and things like that, where it's, like, I don't know if I'm going to make a build or a team good enough to finish the end of the game. (laughs) Yeah. So, it's, like, yeah, I I feel like I would be playing that game with, like, a guide open the whole time, and I don't necessarily know that that would be, like, as fun as it should be, but...
2: I beat you know. a couple encounters and I was like feeling like I, I things had clicked for me and then the next location I was at, I just got my ass stomped everywhere I went. Damn. and then I just gave up again. But I'll probably go back <laughs> to it and turn the difficulty like all the way down for now until I figure out how to play it properly.
1: This is for casual players who just want to experience the story.
2: They make you... Like, you have to think about uh, if you have the high ground or not and shit like that, line of sight. Um, it also, like, yeah, all the elements your, in the game... environment
0: like, has to be taken into account, like, on all levels. Yeah,
2: you, well, yeah. Like, there's a, a synergy for the, the magic in that game. Like, if you... For instance, if you use fire on water, it'll turn to steam, and steam can be electrified and shit like that. It's very yeah. complex, and uh, but it's, it's rewarding once you have like things set up to your advantage in a scenario, but it's just very difficult to, to pull that off, especially yeah. when they're, you walk into an encounter not realizing it's going to result in combat no matter what you do, pretty much. Because, like, your character has shitty speaking skills or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then all of a sudden you're in a fight with, like, a dozen guards and your party is, you know, made of four people. And they all have more hit points than any of your guys. That's the frustrating part of the game. (laughs) But, yeah. Right on. Definitely worth checking out. It's just... Be prepared to not ease into it, like, yeah. uh, playing XCOM or something. It doesn't hold your hand whatsoever.
1: <laughs> I've never thought XCOM held my hand.
2: <laughs> I'm just bad at it, probably, but, yeah.
1: Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> also, insert, uh, Alex didn't find the gun in Bloodborne Joke, Bloodborne yep. Joke, somewhere in here. I was thinking about it, and then you continued going on, so I couldn't sneak it in there, but... Uh. <laughs>
0: Uh, what have I been playing I've been playing a whole bunch of stuff I, I started playing horizon zero dawn hell yeah um, that game is it not only is that one of the best looking games I think I've ever seen in my entire life but it also the story is really good and intriguing um I just I find the world to be so daunting and overwhelming because I feel like I'm not I'm not picking up on landmarks so I'm having a hard time like traversing the terrain and like they're I keep telling. I was telling Brian this before. Like, I keep telling myself I'm gonna stick to the story quests and just do that. But then, like, all these other things pop up to do, and it's like, I don't like. Could I just turn all of that off? <laughs> like, I don't, I don't want to do all the other stuff right now. I just want to focus on getting through the main game. Like, there's just so much to do. Um, I think I had
1: similar issues to you because I I don't really recall a whole lot of um distinct areas in that game and it's been a while since i played it but it, it didn't uh it didn't it's hard to relate to in a way that grand theft auto and other open world games are not as hard to relate to for some I mean, reason
0: it's like right off the bat like you're given like two side quests like as soon as like the game lets you kind of do your thing you get like two side quests and then it's like okay well do i do, I do the side quest or do i go and do the proving and then it's like okay i might as well do the side quest. Cause like, I don't know if I can come back to those later. Like it, cause the proving is like one of the first big events in the game. And so you go and you do the side quest and you go and you do the proving and it pushes you out into this other part. And then like you have this, like it, it's just like, as soon as you get released to the rest of the world, you're walking down the path and you run into this guy who's like, Hey, I got to do this other thing. Can you help me with that? And like, and you're like, no, I'm in the middle of doing shit, bro. Like, I don't want to <laughs> help you. But you take on the quest anyways. And, like, if you're a completionist, like, I can be in certain games. Like, it depends on the game. Like, Tomb Raider games, like, I'm a completionist on those 100%. This game, I don't think I have the time or the patience to do No, you don't everything. have the time.
2: Because, I, I mean, I put, I think, like, 55 hours into the, maybe the base game. Or was it the game with the expansion? I don't remember for sure. But I did, like, all of the extra stuff as far as like the proving grounds and stuff I got like the full rating on every single one of them because I, I wanted to unlock all the weapons and stuff yeah. and I completed so many other things like I got the fancy armor set that you have to go through this crazy puzzle to get unlocked um, and even even doing all that stuff, there are a bunch of side quests that I did skip. Because I just eventually was like, I just want to see, like, where the story's going. I can't keep doing all these side quests.
0: Yeah. Like, that's the thing, yeah. is it just seems like if you did play the game as a completionist, you're investing probably 80 to 100 hours into this game, which is awesome. Like, you're getting your money's worth no matter oh, what. Yeah. Especially considering that it's 20 bucks for the Game of the Year edition on, like, yeah, the PlayStation amazing. store. Like, that, you're, you, you, the dollar per minute played is, like, totally worth it. Like, it's it's incredible, but... It's it's a lot of game and it's it's very cool. It has a really cool art style. I love the machines and the way they look is just so sweet. Um the whole even though I know some of the spoilers in the story, like it's still cool to play through it and like experience it. So I, I wanna keep playing it. I plan on continuing it, even though Ghost of Tsushima comes out in less than a month, I think, at this point.
2: Oh, man, yeah. I'm jealous. Um,
0: which I know that's another that's going to be another like hundred hour game probably, yeah. but hopefully between like Horizon and Ghost of Tsushima that'll carry me over into Cyberpunk, which probably I, that's the last game I'll ever buy for the rest of my life I think. Um, <laughs> but you
2: have to get it on PC since you put I all have, that money. I, I, into I did. The PC. I already bought it.
0: I bought it on PC months nice. ago. I pre-ordered it like back in I think February on PC. Back so, in 1977. Yeah, in 1977, before I was born, I pre-ordered it. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, Horizon's cool. I've been playing that. I re-upped on my Stadia Pro account so that I could maybe consider playing PUBG with you guys because it does have cross-play with PC. Oh, that's cool. Um. So I can play that for my living room if I want to. Or it might actually phone. run better. <laughs> uh, to be honest with you, so I, I bought the Division on Stadia because... I it was it was 30 it was 50% off for people who have pro and since I already paid for the pro for the month I also had a $10 like gift card or something on Stadia mm-hmm. like credit so I bought the Division uh, Warlords New York edition for 20 bucks so it was basically whatever that is. That's like 60, 70% off or whatever. So I bought that. I've been playing that the past few nights and it looks better than my computer does and it runs better than my computer does. And it, there's zero latency. Whatever Google's doing on the back end of Stadia, they are fucking ruling right now. Like they are, like the fact that people are still pissed that Stadia exists and that it's a thing is shameful because it is fucking awesome. And Division Two. Division work. Two has crossplay with PC, which is awesome. So I can play Stadia like Division with you, nice. Brian, if you wanted to. Um, so Ubisoft's been kind of at the forefront of making sure like all of their Stadia games are crossplay with PC, which is pretty rad. And again, PUBG is as well. You've got you know Apex Legends is coming out, or not Apex. What is coming out for Stadia? Apex is coming out for Switch. That's something. Yeah, that's super recently. cool. I think, and and I think that's crossplay too to some extent. Um. But, like, this idea of, like, crossplay being a bigger thing is awesome. Um, I picked up all the other pro games that they've got on there, like the grid and all the Tomb Raider ones that are there. I started playing Destiny 2 again just to kind of see, like, where the hell it's going to throw me. And I honestly have no fucking clue what's going on in that game. (laughs) But... The the, traveling, the the pyramids and shit that whatever those are, like all that story shit that they're throwing at you right now is like really fucking cool if you're into the lore of that game, which I really do like the lore of Destiny. I think it's the strongest point of the game that it's the strongest point of Destiny that nobody talks about because it's so fucking convoluted to figure out how to
2: get the lore. So I, I like what they're doing this season, but I have pretty much given up on doing like playing with people because the game crashes for me all the time now I get like this beaver code error code like all the time no matter what activity I'm doing (laughs) so it's kind of killed the game for me and I look it up online and I find all the wrong beaver things I don't find the answers I'm looking for
0: (laughs) when you get hit with the beaver are you just like damn 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 it (laughs) fuck (laughs) you (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: did, oh shit did i steal that from you yeah yeah it was, <laughs> it was the gears were still turning and i couldn't <laughs> god damn uh sorry man
0: my dad sorry. joke game has improved yeah, over the past couple yeah, of weeks yeah, that's so it. your reaction time um, you got to have faster reaction. those are those dad reflexes you got to yep. be able to grab the baby out of thin air you know like <laughs> uh i heard the traveler
1: is an egg and it's got a pyramid
0: inside of it I don't know if that's that's the truth, but that'd be crazy because, like, those pyramids are, like, all over the place wherever I'm at in this game right now. I don't know. I I didn't really – I literally just kind of fucked around with it because I was – the main thing I was testing was the the latency and response time, and it's – there's none. Like, Stadia – I don't have the greatest internet in the world by any means, Um, and honestly, the Wi-Fi in my house blows because all of the walls, like – All the walls on the first floor um, are—they're wet. It's wet plaster walls. They're not drywall, so Mm -hmm. it's like thicker and it's harder for like the waves to penetrate through. So I get really bad signal in the rest of my house. Like it—it took me three days to download Horizon Zero Dawn from the PlayStation in the living room. That's crazy. So like if that like it's not we I do not have good Wi-fi and it like the division running on my sharp smart TV in the bedroom through stadia it looks flawless at 1080p here's and here's what I'll say is
1: you you saying that the division looks better on stadia than it does on your computer is exactly where they needed to be four months ago
0: i I agree
2: before you guys yeah. built new computers yeah.
1: Yeah, well and even like honestly like if i would have booted it up at any point and thought this looks better than literally anything else i could play it on for any of those games for destiny anything like that then then i probably would have agreed but like it, it, i wish they would have been there a while ago and not only that but also like brian's issues with with even connecting to it like they need to figure out a better way to help diagnose
2: i honestly just don't understand why it. i have so much trouble running it too it didn't work the previous house i uh, lived in and it doesn't work here right even though the internet is good here as far as i can tell yeah
1: so like you know that's that's great and honestly if they come out and they're like hey this is the best place to play cyberpunk sweet awesome I mean, I totally be down for that.
0: I need to test out uh, Metro Exodus to see like I want to see some ray tracing in action on Stadia and like how that looks and how that plays. I haven't tried that yet, but I can compare that to seeing ray tracing happen on my computer because I tried out Metro Exodus on my computer after I built it and it, it looked amazing, but I was only getting like maybe 30 frames a second with that game yeah. maxed out which is super depressing considering the amount of fucking money i pumped into this <laughs> computer
2: what, like from what i understand like all of the RTX cards definitely um get bogged down by the ray tracing like they yeah. take like a the, huge performance hit i'd say only the 2080 Ti that's can f- average like 50 60 frames doing ray that's tracing. That's
0: unfortunate because one of the selling points of the RTX series was the idea that they can do ray tracing. Like Yeah. Well, they can. They just can't do it great and,
2: and that's, that that's sucks. the thing.
1: It does suck, but also like, you know, the 3000 series will come out yep. soon and then it'll do it better than the 2000s did. I'm about <laughs> to sell my video card and, and go
2: buy a new one. Now well, that, 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 that's that the the uh, thing. Cyberpunk least, isn't coming out. might have time to buy
1: pull out your video card and put in a new one it's not like your your processor is necessarily gonna be like a insane bottleneck for for cyberpunk at this point right like, hopefully but
0: well um, it's like I was telling Brian the other day too that i I just like I need my system to be optimized I believe there's like something going on that it's I'm not getting the full potential out of my setup right now and I don't really know how to do that so I just need to have him or somebody come take a look at it and figure it out but that's neither here nor there regardless. Uh, Stadia is doing good things now and people should pay a little more attention to it and not discount it as much. And I would venture to guess that you're going to see GeForce Now step up their game too. Not that it was bad to begin. GeForce Now did it right, right out of the gate as far as I'm concerned. But it's only been getting worse. <laughs> I know. Yeah, well, as they it, take games away. <laughs> well, yeah. well, a bunch of developers, now that they've made it like an opt-in program, a bunch of developers are like, oh, okay, that's cool. Like Now that you're asking permission, like then we're okay with it, but don't just throw our shit in there, essentially. But So it's getting better um but until they get you know triple a studios like ea and like you know bethesda and like some of these other big wigs to like allow their games to be played on that platform like they're kind (sighs) of not worth it you know whereas like stadia you sign up for stadia pro right now you get elder scrolls online tamriel unlimited edition or whatever so you get like the Morrowind package and like all this other shit and like that runs flawlessly on there too like it's it's stadia's Stadia is doing great things, and people need to pay more attention to it. I think because it's it's only it's only a good thing to allow more people to play video games.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't tried any of the free tier stuff as of yet. I, I forgot like that existed. I should yeah. I don't really know. I guess I'd still probably have to buy a game in order to do that. You
0: but. you do, but I mean a lot of the games are discounted right now and they yeah. go on sale constantly. It's just a matter of like you don't want to buy a game that you already play on your PC. You want to buy something that yeah. you haven't played already. So, you know, like you're not going to go on there and buy Red Dead on Stadia. You've got Red Dead on PlayStation. Like what's the point in doing that? Like that that makes total sense to me. So, yeah. Um but for me, like the division is one of my favorite games. I love playing it, and actually, like I got through a part that I could not beat on my computer like a couple months ago when I was playing it. I got I actually beat the boss that I got to on Stadia the other night and felt pretty fucking happy about it because I'm like I want to finish the Warlords in New York section so that I can go back to regular Washington D.C. and do a bunch of because they've added a whole bunch of other shit to that game still. Like, yeah. But anyways, um, yeah, Stadia is doing good things, so everybody pay more attention to it. That's all. Cool. Let's move on to some news. Let's talk some news. All right. What do we got?
1: News. Let's start off with the quick stuff. There's a bunch of new games coming. One of them is a new Pokemon Snap coming for Nintendo Switch, something people have been asking for for 21 years at this point.
2: I didn't ask um, for it.
1: <laughs> I didn't say you did, but other people did. Honestly, I only ever played the original game in a blockbuster at like their demo station. Um, cause I, cause didn't I,
0: it, it had a thing where you could bring your memory card and like do extra shit that you couldn't do at home. Right. You, well, you could like get prints of
2: your photos. Was yeah. The yeah. 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 Can so. someone explain to me what the difference between a regular Pokemon game is and a snap game?
0: You go Pokemon's, around and you
1: take pictures of Pokemon. It's a Pokemon mm-hmm. photography game
2: and you can like, basically
1: it's like you're, it's, it's an on rails shooter where you're shooting photos of Pokemon and you're trying to get the best. Image of the Pokemon. There's like ratings based upon your shot composition and where the Pokemon is. It's the an Unreal shooter
0: where you roll through and mow down Pokemon with a chain gun. <laughs> <laughs> See, that I would
1: play. It's like a Doom It's It's Pokemon uh,
0: snapped, like ED yeah. at the end. There you know, go. like you've snapped as a trainer and you're just murdering all the Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jesus. But anyway, new one coming. That should be cool. I'm down to check it out. Uh I I always wanted to play more Pokemon Snap but um You did? Yeah. <laughs> I did. I did. I'd be down cool. for Cool. You have fun with that. There's a new Star Wars game called Star Wars Squadrons. Uh yeah. and it is a first person um starship battler game. Flight simulator. Flight simulator-esque uh i have heard so this is going to be psvr compatible and presumably hopefully also index compatible but Mm -hmm. either way i have heard that the game is supposed to have full hotas support on both playstation and pc so um you can use flight sticks and stuff to actually play this game on console and on pc which is awesome but uh, I didn't watch too much of the reveal at EA Play, but it looked like there were other game modes and things that sounded pretty sweet. Um,
2: yeah, there's actually two single-player campaigns. Like, one for the Empire and one for the Rebellion.
0: That's and
2: right. Yeah, and um, there is... They're each two and, and a half hours long. <laughs> but they could be. It's only a $40 Maybe. game, so I am wondering about the length. Um, yeah. But there's five v five multiplayer modes. There's like they're, a,
0: a they're both the length fight. of episode nine. <laughs> I hope not. Oh God.
1: Um, five v five sounds sweet. Like it, and the thing is, it's all crossplay too, right?
2: I believe so. Yeah.
1: So, like, if I can hop in on my index, and you know, somebody else is playing on the PSVR, and you guys are playing on your PCs mm-hmm. or whatever, that would be so cool. So that sounds awesome to me. I, I really liked the, the mission that they had for the, that yeah. they put on the first Battlefront game for PSVR, um, and I assume that this is just a more fleshed out version of that, so.
2: Yeah, I guess they have, like, a full um array of upgrades you can get for your ships and stuff, and there's customization options, and yeah, it nice. sounds like. Like I, when I when they first announced it, before I actually read about it more, I was a little skeptical. Like I assumed it'd be more like uh, I can't think of the name, but the one that was super arcade-y, I just did not like it. But this seems like it's more like a cross between an arcade shooter and like the simulator games, like X Wing and uh, Tie Fighter. Yeah,
0: like where's which where's, I loved like- those. Where's the Star Wars game as a service that's not like the Old Republic or whatever? You know what I mean? Like where's like a Destiny style Star Wars game or that even would be just awesome. like where's a game as a service that's like a flight simulator? Like why isn't there a Top Gun game as is service where like you literally like you and your homies can like be a part of a squad on like a, you know a flight team like on a a, a uh, a fucking aircraft carrier in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, and you get to do like reconnaissance missions, and then there's like flyovers you can and play stuff. Volleyball like, games with each other. Yeah, there's like, a volleyball shirtless. side yeah, game, just like VR. in Destiny when you play soccer, but you go play volleyball in your short shorts, like on the beach, yeah. like. <laughs> but where's where like I, I yeah I feel like we're missing the top gun market. the game yeah t- that's why I'm saying Top Gun the game but it's it's like you and your it's a it's a fl- it's a fire team based game as a surface much like Destiny. all these other games as a service but it's the gameplay is based on you being in like a fucking fighter jet like where is that like that would be sweet like i would love to do that you got to go do like you get to get in dog fights and stuff and like maybe you got to go blow up some other like aircraft carrier in the middle of the ocean or something like that like who knows like i'm just saying like that would be a cool game where is that instead they're investing shit in fucking avengers by square enix like yeah well
1: Game, More on that in a second, Game Star a Wars Cerks. squadron comes out on October second, which is very cool very soon before uh, uh cyberpunk, oh shit, <laughs> yeah, what do you know um yeah, Marvel's Avengers got there's a big like gameplay reveal that happened this week, um, and I didn't really watch that much of it, but uh. I honestly, I don't care about.
0: I yeah, I don't know what I don't know even know what game this is. I don't. What is it like? What kind of game is it? What do you do? Like, I feel like it's just a beat 'em up.
2: I don't know. I tried to watch those videos, and I had to like skip around, and it all just looked the same and kind of boring to me so
1: the the venture beat article that i had pulled up i think says marvel's avengers is more ultimate alliance than spider-man so if it's like a third person version of marvel ultimate alliance that sounds kind of cool but honestly i don't know i'm just so the off-brand feeling of it because of the marvel movies honestly makes me not excited to play it at all and i just yeah it's like the it's it's uh amazing's revengers (laughs) (laughs) yeah pretty much yeah but uh, yeah i don't know it it doesn't look super cool like i don't know i I don't want to be that dismissive of it it does look like they're trying to do like oh you've got loot and stuff and and there's different uh, yeah but it's the square it's the
0: square enix version of buying cereal in a bag from meyer like (laughs) 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 sure but i mean it's the same man
1: it's Some of the rice. costumes make the characters look cooler than than they than they did in the first announcement, and like I don't know, the idea of being able to like swap out different Iron Man weapons and things like that sounds kind of cool. And maybe I'll play it and I'll like it. Like I'm not a I'm not necessarily against checking it out, but I don't. There's nothing that's making me
2: like chomp at the bit for it. So I don't know. I can't even bring myself to watch catch up on all the movies. So I don't think I care about the game. Yeah. Preach. There you go.
1: Anyways. Next up, uh, Microsoft is shutting down Mixer and partnering with Facebook Gaming, which is kind of shocking to me because they put a lot of money behind that. Yeah. We're peeling away people like Ninja and other Twitch uh, big names on Twitch um, who apparently didn't really, like, their followings didn't necessarily follow them over to Mixer, which not super shocking but clearly it didn't have the effect that microsoft wanted because now they're like okay this is just facebook gaming now
0: well they probably because of all the the twitch people that keep getting called out for being sexual harassment predators like they were like here we'll put the liability on facebook (laughs) and they they just handed it all over to mark
1: zuckerberg Maybe, but I I don't know. I think it's one of those things. It sounds like they made this decision to try and focus more on Project X Cloud rather than necessarily being like a big force in the streaming industry, mm-hmm. which is probably the right way to go. I think X Cloud is going to mean more to them in the future than than Mixer would have. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say
0: something because they they also like this is kind of a sidebar. But Microsoft, somebody discovered in Microsoft's wording somewhere that there are actually like. Two different Lockhart systems coming out. Like you have like the Series X and like the other Series X that has like no CD drive or whatever. But then there's also like two other ones coming out. And part of the speculation that I think I was reading is that those two smaller ones coming out are just like set top boxes for doing X Cloud directly to your television, Mm. which is going to cut down the cost of people being able to like that's going to be like a hundred dollar Xbox X Series X that you just plug in and you don't have to download games. You don't even have to like, you don't have to, you can just, you pay your monthly fee of $20 a month, which they already have for Xbox S, like the Xbox one S you pay 20 bucks a month. You get Xbox live, uh, you get Xbox game pass and you get the Xbox itself for 20 bucks a month. Like you're, you're, you know what I mean? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, no, I think that makes a lot of sense. I think that's what they're going to be doing with these other two systems that are possibly, that is still under wraps. Like I don't know for sure. I'm totally speculating, but like that's my assumption. Is like that is they're gonna they're gonna push the Project X Cloud thing to the console to a console set top box as opposed to being forced to play it from your cell phone only. Well, and I think part of what they were saying here is
1: that they want to be able to put. Project X Cloud in front of more people by partnering with Facebook Gaming. So basically, if you're on Facebook and you've ever talked about video games before, you're gonna start seeing, you know, sponsored streams by people using xCloud to try and show people here's what this thing can do. That's sweet. But I think uh, I think the you know the problem, the thing that I know will be an issue for a lot of people is the idea of internet. Like, do you pay for good enough internet to use this thing? and um you know do you hardwire your internet to your your TV in your living room or not cuz not many people do and you know how realistic will it be for people to be playing Project xCloud Cloud well, Wi Fi on their When Bill Gates box.
0: releases his coronavirus vaccine that puts the nano machines in everybody and turns us into five G towers, we won't have to worry about internet <laughs> because everyone's going to be a built in internet tower themselves. So you can actually just play xCloud from your brain. Like you don't even need a phone or a TV. You can just close cool. your eyelids Can't and wait. play it. So
1: once again, the views of John Morrell do not reflect the views of the Midwest Podcast Network coronavirus um <laughs> twitch has banned dr disrespect this is mostly me going into being able to say that um it sounds like okay i guess i can't say that because they'd haven't nobody knows exactly why he dr. doesn't, doesn't even
2: know supposedly supposedly
1: yes he knows he knows why but they haven't told him why probably uh. but anyway this is um uh, There's been a lot of high profile Twitch bannings going on, mostly related to another wave of sexual harassment allegations that have been moving through basically all walks of life from the wrestling industry to video games to streaming to YouTubers that aren't even related to gaming, all kinds of stuff like that. Um, some of the ones that are big in the gaming field include Chris Avalone, who, uh, is a prolific video game writer who was working on Dying Light 2 and has since, uh, cut, uh, Techland has cut ties with him at this point. And then also the, the director of the new Assassin's Creed Valhalla game was also stepping down due to some of the allegations, uh, levied against him. And uh, basically, this is just a reminder to not be a fucking idiot and get consent for things. Talk with people about your relationships with Be a decent person. Don't be an asshole. Don't abuse each other. You know, be be a decent person, as Brian said. And uh, it's sad that it needs to be said, but clearly there's a lot of people that need to hear it. And hopefully none of them are the ones listening right now. But if they are. There's your message. So, also, fuck Doctor Disrespect. I've never liked him. That dude sucks. (laughs) Um. So I don't have a specific thing for Cyberpunk. I don't know. Let's just talk about how excited we are about
0: Cyberpunk. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I don't. If you guys wanna wanna start the discussion here, because I'm I'm uh I'm not excited. No, I'm not.
0: So so. CD Projekt Red did a uh, their their first episode of uh, Night City. What do they call it? Wire. Night, Night City, City Wire. Wire yeah. Episode one came out this week, and they showed off a new part of the game called Brain Dance, which is essentially uh, like a detective mode slash like Arkham, like the Arkham Night uh, mm-hmm. VR thing, but like made mm-hmm. into Cyberpunk, where you can play you're given like a timeline and you can fast forward and rewind to go through a specific scene through a character's eyes specifically and see all the things going on around them because the the way they explain it in the lore of the game is that each person with these cybernetics inside of them has this device that records everything around them at all times mm-hmm. so you're able to like dissect these things into figuring out what's happening in a particular crime scene or something like that it's super fucking cool it does seem like Alex I think you mentioned people online were complaining about how long it seemed to like do that brain dance sequence or something like that I mentioned that you did okay so I don't care that's cool as fuck they built a whole other game mode inside of a game that's already huge like that's sweet
1: it It kind of reminds me of Tacoma a little bit I don't know yeah uh,
2: or even Detroit become human yeah yeah Had sequences kind of similar to that
0: like, that's such, like, yeah, it's a cool detective mode. looks really cool. Again, it's called Braindance. Um, the game itself, I saw a video comparing the 2018 footage to the 2020 footage, and holy shit, man, the way the game looks <laughs> is fucking ridiculous. If you don't have, like, I think one of the publications had to build, like, a $3,000 computer to make it run that good, but, <laughs> man, like, oh, it's so, it's, it's crazy looking, man. And... There's just so much information coming out about like character development and like uh, just all like there's a whole other world or sector of the world called the Badlands or whatever. Yeah,
2: I uh. didn't even really expect that. Like, I guess the city has six different districts, and the the gameplay demo that the uh, journalists were um, allowed to play, they could do. I think anything they wanted for up to four hours in just one district of the city, and they said it still seemed massive. And then outside of that, they have the Badlands area, which is, like, an entire, like, rural desert landscape around the city.
0: Yeah, it's straight up the beginning of uh, Blade Runner 20-whatever. 2049? Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. I remember seeing the the comparisons between the two when they started putting screenshots. Yeah,
2: and and I guess, like, the... There's three different origin stories, so depending on which one you pick, you could actually start your game out in the Badlands instead of starting in the city. Interesting. Yeah.
1: So uh, we did not mention the game did get delayed again another two months from September to November, which is a bummer um
0: They're but, i think they're just tying it into like the new consoles i feel like they're that's just all they're, they're not, doing i know it's not because well, the the up the updated version of it isn't coming out for like another month or two after the yeah. console release but i don't know man i'm just I, I i
1: think it's beyond a month or two i think they said well they said 2021 which would be a month or two after november 20, but. 2077 yeah, twenty seventy seven is when. I also Cyberpunk think that's why, like,
0: they still haven't released any pricing because what if Microsoft just does a subscription model for like all their consoles? Like, uh, I'm just throwing that out there. It's possible, but but anyways, Cyberpunk. Um, I this dude, this game. It looks. <laughs> I can't handle how good this game. John, looks.
1: are you excited for Cyberpunk? Because this is a big development on the Midwest Game podcast. Yeah, I didn't
0: I can't realize. Stop thinking about it. Like I had dreams about it the other night when I was like after I watched all the videos because I watched like the the Night City Wire thing and then I watched like twelve different responses to Night City Wire <laughs> and then yeah. I watched like all the other things that came out after that explaining other systems and shit like progression and like genitals and all that other stuff like
2: oh god yeah so there's a lot of genitalia options it's quite interesting
0: yeah there's so there's four you can have a penis that's yeah. circumcised or an uncircumcised penis <laughs> or a vagina or you can have no genitals at all.
2: Like, yeah, I think you can also have a combination terminal. of all. all oh
0: well no that you can have boobs and a penis. Like you can have boobs and no it's genitals very inclusive. Like, the, I'm yeah. going to spend I'll probably spend a week on the character creator I think because I'm going to go back <laughs> and forth before you
2: even start the game yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> like our first review of the game is going to be the character creator
2: <laughs> yes alright guys I put about 20 John's hours like,
0: uh, <laughs> I put about 20 hours in the character creator so far it, it's and good I
1: spent 100 hours on the game and I've just like you know, I just finished my character and,
0: here, and here's my character
1: <laughs> it just looks exactly like Brian <laughs> <laughs>
0: and and this is my character and he's got a vagina
1: (laughs) oh Oh, man no I, i i don't know i so i told you guys before this i've tried to um to watch the night city wire a couple times and granted it's been after i've been done uh playing the last of us at like two in the morning so i've been pretty tired when trying to watch it but it hasn't necessarily hooked me. I'm also kind of like concerned about like it, like d- did they give any indication about the brain dance thing? Like how that like is that? Are you a detective in this game, or like is that just a certain kind of character you can play? Or. I don't think they
0: went into the, any of that. I assume okay. it just becomes the sort of thing where like you're tasked with figuring out like who killed so and so, and then you have to figure it out by using brain dance in a particular situation, like or maybe whatever tools you you have, yeah, like interrogating people and other stuff. But maybe
1: using brain dance will be one of the better ways to collect
0: the more information, yeah the whatever. more direct way of figuring out exactly what happened and so like maybe it gives you different dialogue choices when you go to explain to whoever the quest giver is like what happened I would assume I mean they, they came out and said like they specifically went into this game to figure out exactly every single possible way you could take to finish a particular mission and one of the things they wanted to do was think like they had a team that sat down and like, what is the dumbest way that you could possibly finish this mission and you can (laughs) do that? Like they actually developed that into the game. And like, there's a whole spectrum of things you can do in between the dumbest thing possible and like the most efficient way of doing it, whatever, like however those combine, the game allows all of those choices. And so I'm assuming the brain dance probably just like ties into that sort of spectrum of choice. Like you are allowed to do the brain dance thing if you want to, or you can, just like iron fist it and go in there guns blazing and like figure it out like I just I assume and like one of the other things they talked about too is like at least I think I think it was Alana Pierce said that uh, someone asked about like NPC interaction and she said it could be like you could walk up to an NPC who's like sitting there looking at their cell phone and they'll, they'll mention you every once in a while, like, hey, what are you, why are you looking at me? Like, what's your fucking deal? But they'll still be, like, looking at their phone. And then eventually, they'll just stop and look at you and, and like, question, like, why you're staring at them. Like, they have these, like, NPCs are, like, so developed on their own in yeah, a way. Like, I, they all I have multiple lines of dialogue and whatnot.
2: Um, a large majority of them, I guess. Maybe not a majority, but there's a... Like a a lot of the characters, I guess, have their own um, like simulation loop, like their life routines and stuff. Style, like yeah, routine that they um, go through, kind of similar to like like Skyrim, how the characters are like scripted to. To, to, do to live, certain a, live a life yeah like you've got yeah. the
0: character that goes and collects cabbages and brings them back to the cart or whatever yeah. the hell like
1: so all right so right now we need to we need to predict what the arrow and the knee line from cyberpunk is going to be what are you going to hear 75 times per hour when you're playing the game
0: <laughs> i mean uh, I, i'm hoping that the dialogue's so diverse you don't hear anything like that but i'm assuming we'll it's it. going to be something like hey man <laughs> g- give me I- give me some of those cyber drugs <laughs> Wanna I used to be dance? a detective like you,
1: but, uh, then I got, uh, I used to be a corpo like you, but
2: then I
0: got a taser in the knee. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um,
2: I, I also well, read another quick little article that, um, it was talking about like, is it possible to play the game like GTA? Like where you drive around running over pedestrians and just wreaking havoc. And I guess it is an option. You can pretty much you can play that way if you want, but it's probably not the smartest option, they said.
0: Yeah, I, I threw you that article, didn't I?
2: Oh yeah, possibly. Yeah, Yeah, I
0: assume you'll just be killing
1: off potential quest lines and things like that. No, that's the thing is, like, they
2: they said that in
0: every play test they had, they had people who would go into the game playing it, like, GTA, and oftentimes, within a couple of, like, missions, they were like, I don't want to play like that. Like, it kind of forced them, not forced them necessarily, but it made them actually make a decision to, like, not be a reckless piece of shit because of the consequences that happened down the line, like... I'm. I, nobody's really said if you can actually kill quest givers and things like that, but I mean, I would hope like that's maybe an option. But it, it should you also could in The Witcher, couldn't you? What's that?
1: Could you kill quest givers in the in The Witcher?
2: No, you couldn't. Um, no, but the, there there uh, was a reason okay. why. Yeah, for well, that they, game, the, it's because they're like it's a a world that comes from novels, and they have to keep certain characters alive for continuity. Yeah.
0: Right, and, and, um, and Geralt, Geralt wouldn't just walk into a town and murder the entire town as a character. So that was like a conscious choice to not allow him to do that. Yeah, you, okay. you
2: can make a lot of moral choices in that game to an extent, but there are certain things that Geralt won't do, you know? Hmm. like Okay.
0: But yeah, like the... It, this I'm just so excited for this game, man! Like I, 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 like I said, I pre-ordered it months ago. I'm ready to like upgrade my pre-order to like a deluxe edition or something, just so I can get all kinds of cool shit. I actually I saw. Um somebody on twitter was posting all the cool swag that they gave all the journalists ahead of time and i tweeted from the game nerds account to plead with them to give us a pre -pre pre-release copy to play uh just help out some second-rate podcast to like you know let us let us play your game we're huge fans like blah 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 but then no one responded so if anybody listening knows anybody at cd project red just let them let them know i'll do anything i'll sign any nba whatever they want man
1: who? You uh, you brought up the fact that they were programming every dumbest possible thing you could do, and it just made me decide right now that I'm going to make my character look exactly like Frank Drebin from Naked Gun. And <laughs> I'm just gonna play the game, like the Naked Gun, the whole the whole way through.
0: All of your shootouts will take place three three feet away from each other behind cardboard yes. boxes.
1: Yeah, and we'll miss each other completely. Yeah, but. Yeah, no, I I'm I'm still excited for it. It just feels I feel it slipping through my hands every time. There's a there's a delay, a delay, and uh, I you know I still am not convinced the game will come out in 2020. Shh, stop! And uh... <laughs> come on, man, have some hope. I'm sorry, but yeah, I don't know. It uh, it it looks very cool, and um,
2: and I'm excited to check it out. But. I believe I heard. Brief mention of some sort of drone too, so that should get you excited. Oh, hmm, I think it's hmm. like some kind of upgrade you can get. So hacking drones. I mean, that's all, all you need, right?
1: right? It's, yeah, it's right up my alley.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: I think I'm mostly just scared of like, like I know, I know, I remember people talking about The Witcher and The Witcher Three, and like in that game. The idea that you're going to sit down and read about the beasts that you're going to run into and learn the best ways to fight them, including, like, putting poison on your sword and things of that nature. And, like, the idea of this cyberpunk game potentially requiring or allowing that type of depth is just, like puts my indecisive brain on complete overload but, just thinking about it. But it how allow it allows for that
0: kind of depth but doesn't require it is the thing. Like that's the best part of this being like a role playing game and being based off of like a tabletop game that essentially allows you to make whatever decisions you want and yeah. know that there will be some form of an outcome like whether that outcome's good or bad is entirely up to you to decide, but you can tackle any situation the way you want to. And if if you're the type of player who wants to do the brain dance thing and discover the best and most efficient way to tackle a particular task in a f- particular environment, that's up to you to make that choice. Or, again, you could just roll roll in there with grenades and throw them behind the counter and blow everyone up and take the money and run. Like It's all up to you how you want to do that. You can be like, a wrecking ball, or you can be, like, a stealth assassin, or you can be a hacker who goes in and, like, hacks all the computers and makes everyone's brain-tweak crazy, like, nonsense so that they can't pay attention to whatever you're doing. Like, there are so many different ways to tackle everything, and that's what I think is is beautiful about this game over The Witcher, because, like you were saying, like, the and even in The Witcher, you didn't necessarily have to, like, you didn't have to coat your sword in poison you could just like go in there and like strong arm it if you wanted to
2: depends on what difficulty setting you have it on
0: yeah it it just made more (laughs) sense to like play the game that way where you were discovering the weaknesses of the monsters because it was more in line with the lore of the game and everything but in this case like you don't have to worry about that stuff if you don't want to it gives it's giving you that option to play that way though yeah yeah i
1: it's weird i don't know there's just part of me that like needs to under understand the systems behind the game and it feels like there's a lot of systems in this game and i i already feel overwhelmed about it (laughs) but
0: But that's the thing is i think it would in that case i think you can play the game in one particular manner in which you want to play it and that will help you start honing into the other systems at play so that you start becoming more efficient with the system you particularly enjoy using. I I think like, I don't know. I'm not a game developer. I don't work for CD project red. I just know like based on what they're trying to do and what they've explained, I feel like you're given a lot of freedom and eventually, like, you will find a path that you want to play as, and that's how you develop your character of V in the world of Night City, as opposed to, like, just being thrown, you know, like, like they're not gonna, they're only gonna coax you in a particular direction so far in terms of the story, but, like, the rest of the game is all up to you. Mm-hmm. Do they have an edition of the game that comes
1: with a couple like therapist sessions to help you figure out how you want to play the game?
0: <laughs> yeah, they they come with a, a discount for that new text message therapy thing that you can sign up for on the internet. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah,
2: I'll have to get that one. I mean, you can also probably just click like random and it rolls a character for you if you're that.
1: Well, but it's not necessarily about like like randomizing stats and things like that. Although that is also a problem. But like, <laughs> Why are you so paralyzed <laughs>
2: by indecision?
1: <laughs> I don't know. It's been a problem for a long time. But like it, yeah. I don't. It, it's one of those things where it's just an artifact of me being like, I want to be able to get all of my stats to one hundred in Fallout Three, and be good at literally everything because you know, it it feels weird to me to play a game and only experience certain parts of it because of the choices that I made, which is incredible from an achievement standpoint and development in their case, but, like, just the idea that, like, Oh, I'd be able to do this thing I want to do if my speech skill was higher, or mm-hmm. I had this implant, or blah 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 blah. But now I can't do it because. But I But that's don't have that's
0: it. the beauty of like tabletop role playing is like you kind of have to make those decisions before you start playing. Like you you have to develop your character in a particular manner, like with your dice rolls. You know, like in regular Dungeons and Dragons, you there is a set you 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 take. You roll the dice like seven times, and you write down those quant- those numbers that you get for each dice roll, and then you apply those to whatever statistics you want based on your your race and your um, your class. So, like for instance, my D and D character is a human ranger, so like I could basically being a human means and a fighter of sorts means I can place those stats however I want. But if I were playing as like a gnome wizard, I would want to like place most of my, my highest number goes into like intelligence and wisdom. Like, Hmm. so you want to figure out what sort of character you want to play ahead of time and then just play to that character as best you can. And then develop from there. And the game will help you, um, will help push you in the right direction when you kind of get thrown off similar to how like if you again go in playing it like it's it's gta like the game will eventually like help you be like i don't think i want to play this way anymore so i'm going to alter it and you're allowed that freedom to then pick up the game at that point in the manner in which makes more sense to who your character is like you're not going to make No one's going to make a character that is just a wrecking ball, I don't think. And, I mean, if you do, Uh, I'm sure the game allows you to do that. (laughs) But, like, I feel down the line, like, you will make a conscious decision to, like, stop playing that way because you're not making the most out of your time in the world or something like that. Like, it would be way cooler to, like, figure out, like, okay, I can burst through this door and, like, murder everyone in this room in, like, ten seconds. Like, that would be the wrecking ball way of doing it. Or... I can figure out a way to like hack into the computer system that's within this building and set set up traps and shit like you might be pushed to start developing those sorts of lines of thought uh, to change your play style. And I I think that's super interesting. I mean, it's just it is very much like thinking about the more I think about this game, the more it makes me like want to play like I haven't played D&D with my D&D group in a few weeks and like we're going to play tomorrow, which is super exciting. But it's like that that freedom of choice of like can I do this and like normally at a tabletop RPG you have to ask someone if you have to ask the DM like can I do this particular task that I want to do and what do I have to do in order to accomplish it do I have to roll a d20 do I roll a d12 and then do I roll for damage if I if I miss mm-hmm. my attempt like and it takes all of that away and like you instead of asking for permission you can just do it in this game. And like the systems are all in place to, to give you the solution based off of the actions you take. And like, that's fascinating to me. So I like, I can understand your worry about being, um, you know, allowed that freedom. But at the same time, like, I don't think it's as bad as you think it's going to be. I think there's just kind of the, I guess as I continue to hone this thought down, I'm
1: kind of thinking from the standpoint of like, if there are certain activities of the game that I will enjoy that I don't know that I'm going to enjoy, and I also don't know how I need to set up my character to be able to do those certain things well, I feel like, like I'm not the kind of person who will start a game over three different times to try and try and figure out exactly what that yeah what the right build for the things i like to do is because there's no way of me knowing how fun it is to do something in this game yet right so it's hard for me to be able to like you said spend time thinking about how i want to play the game if i haven't yet been able to expose myself to how the mechanics actually work and what brings me enjoyment out of playing it in that way That's that's my like biggest hang up about something this massive and and uh, free form in some some aspects. And I
0: I wish I wish Zach was like listening to this or I'm sure he'll listen to it later and he'll want to comment on this because he's brought up like us playing D&D together. And I think I honestly think you need to play Dungeons and Dragons or like some form of tabletop RPG, because I, I think you would run into these same uh, these same sort of things and same sort of questions and, and like concerns of like, how do I do this thing in this case with cyberpunk? Like, I don't think you're ever going to be limited to do anything. It's a matter yeah. of like, you can, you can,
1: but it, yeah, it's just that you will be better at it if you, if but you what is, been what is better at it? Your... mean,
0: like if you're playing a character who has like zero charisma and like, they're dumb as can be like, and you, the whole, point of your job is to go and talk to this particular person to get this thing from them but your character's too stupid to form proper words like you're basically <laughs> live you're living out like uh what's that movie uh why can't i think of it we're living it right now like uh Idiocracy like your Dax Shepard's (laughs) character from Idiocracy and like you can barely make a full sentence. But like for some reason, the other person gets so frustrated with talking to you that they just give you the thing that you were asking for. Like, I can see that being, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Where that maybe that maybe that's the kid and I, but it's just I, I don't know. I think you just need I, to I, play I, I it don't. the way you want to play it, like you specifically. I'm talking to you. He doesn't know
2: Alex. how he wants to play it. That's that, that's, the the problem. But that, yeah. that's, that's the thing that's, is like
0: you just you like play it as you as yourself. Like don't try playing it as like any particular thing first. Like do a single playthrough where you're just making a decision on the fly based off of what you as an actual person in reality would do in that particular situation and see how that plays out for you. And then maybe figure out like, okay, like I don't want to play the game. So square, like finish the story or whatever, and then start another one over and play as a complete piece of shit and like play (laughs) through the whole game, do all the side missions as like a total asshole and see how that fares. Like I think, well, and and i think that's the thing like i will
1: find eventually my natural way of playing the game but I, I like it, i don't know if I, if i were to do what you were saying then my answer is that i would just be paralyzed at every decision <laughs> but i i know i know that i will eventually find the way to make the game fun hopefully provided that it's a game that i will enjoy and i don't really have any reason to think that it won't be but i'm just curious about like If I'm missing something that will allow me to know how to steer myself, it's like, it's almost like you need like a, like if there was like a primer or something like that, that I would be able to not read because I can't do that, but like listen to, (laughs) no, I'm just kidding, but like just something that will kind of show and i guess it's like oh i need to watch more of these night city dispatches yeah. or more of the gameplay and stuff like that i just usually always shy away from that stuff because i don't really like spoiling anything
0: i don't think plot. it's spoiling that's the thing is like they they only just recently told you what the main plot of the game is yeah like well they and, and just, and the thing they is just released that as part of the night city wire is like this is the plot of the game you're going after this chip that makes you immortal or something like that like i don't even know yeah. what the hell it actually is but like I don't. None of it's the being game, spoiled. The they, they've only shown off portions of the first four hours of the game in anything they've released so far, and
1: that's cool. And and it's like the the, the if the experiences can be so varied, then the likelihood that you're like directly spoiling an experience that you're going to have probably isn't that that big. But you know, it's just always something that I try to balance in terms of watching watching the stuff that they put out for these games. And not, are
0: you are you, you going to get it? I'm going to buy it because I'm I'm honestly I'm so I'm so intrigued to understand how you play this game now like I want to like I want to (laughs) sit like I hope you stream your playthrough because (laughs) I want to know I want to see how you tackle decisions and things like I want to know all that you can watch my playthrough again the first 20 hours are all going to be character creator and beyond that (laughs) who knows like all bets are off but like I'm legitimately like interested in watching you play this game to see like what kind of decisions you make and to like you know, understand like your thought process in playing a game like this because I get like I watched you play Fallout Three essentially like that whole summer yeah. you spent in your bedroom playing it. <laughs> like I don't yeah. think you left except to eat a bowl of cereal and take a <laughs> shit like <laughs> once per day.
2: Yeah, pretty much. I, I hope was so it was true. name brand cereal, and not that shit out of a bag. Yeah, it was Meyer. like co- it was it like was Cocoa Puffs. Cocoa
0: Puffs. Yeah, <laughs> it, was definitely it was like all Cocoa summer. Yeah. He ate like twelve boxes of Cocoa Puffs like all summer long. Man, Jeez. that's
2: true. It but, sounds like you're depressed. Maybe
0: a little bit i was actually <laughs> um,
2: but, but no
1: i i yeah i don't i mean i can certainly i can certainly street, it'll it'll be I, I there's no way that i wouldn't be that I wouldn't buy this game like i need to be in the conversation about yeah. it at least even if it is ultimately something For that sure. i'm not liking but i'm excited to give it a chance and figure it out i don't know that i'm not going to like it and, and, you know, I didn't know... Like, I had these same concerns about Fallout 3. And I had these same concerns about Skyrim before I got them. And I ended up loving them. But then there's other times where I've played like Oblivion and it hasn't really hit for me. And, and things like Fallout 4 didn't hit for me. And so, those are other bigger conversations. And maybe the failings there weren't necessarily that I didn't find the way to make the game fun for myself. But I feel like this game is... So, I don't have a reference point for what cyberpunk is because it feels like something beyond what I know. Video games.
0: That's are. why I think you need to play Which a tab- awesome. You need to play a tabletop
1: RPG, like straight up. I've d- we we when when the Rona started, we were actually we played one just one night. We played this Alien RPG that uh, that Gojo had oh, a copy wow. of, and it was fun. It was it was interesting, and I, and I had a good time with it. Um, but. That was with like pre-made characters.
0: Yeah, and you, like you need to. Really we need gone. to play
2: D and D. Like, we need to get a crew together to play D and D with. I have questions about fun. this alien RPG. Can you be an alien, or can you be like a face hugger? No, I don't think so. Damn. It's mostly like you. It's it's
1: humans against the aliens, and and you're on a team with the humans. But clearly, there's like alliances between certain people that like each other uh, and, and stuff like that. It, it it was it was fun, but
0: yeah, no, I don't know. We'll no, that's cool. We got to cut it short, anyways, because I'm—I've yep. lost twenty pounds in sweat at this point. You're boiling, yeah, I'm dying. Plus, it's got to go somewhere, we're, so
2: we're at like an hour and a half. I wouldn't say cutting it short
0: yeah yeah we're good well this conversation is very interesting and I don't want to cut this particular conversation short so I wish we would have just started it sooner but that's neither here nor there um, <laughs> if you want to follow us on social media or see other places you can listen to or watch the show check out Midwest slash links the Midwest Podcast Network now has a Patreon the Patreon is meant to benefit all the shows on the network you can subscribe for as little as one dollar a month and help keep our shows alive and well check out check it out at npn.bz slash Patreon thanks again to Jason K Gojo and Sidza for their contributions we really appreciate it guys you're awesome our patrons yes. are the best. We have great conversations with them. You too can join the conversation for $5 a month on our Patreon. You can jump in the Discord and talk to us at any time anytime literally in the middle of the night i'm up feeding the baby at like two in the morning i will talk to you then if you talk to me it's totally (laughs) cool um as always we do appreciate your feedback which you could send to at midwestgamers at gmail.com or in the discord when you join the patreon and don't forget to follow us on twitch as well as rate and review us on your favorite podcatcher uh thanks again everybody for listening and joining in next episode i'm not sure what we're going to cover but i know ghost of tsushima is coming out pretty soon (laughs) Oh, uh,
1: It'll be just before Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. Will so Paper
2: Mario I, be yeah, out? Yeah, we'll see. I think that's the same day as Ghost of Tsushima. I might. I said before I would pick that up. Now I'm leaning toward maybe, but yeah. Okay. That's like it might be a wait. I want to
1: play both of those games, so um, I don't know how that's going to work.
0: Yeah, but we'll figure it out. In the meantime, if you have suggestions of what you want us to cover, feel free to send them to us on any social media platforms or MidwestGamers at gmail.com. That is all for this episode, and we will see you guys next time. Peace.